Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, May 25th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, the family of the woman who fell from a moving police car in Hancock County has filed a wrongful death lawsuit. The National Weather Service has released its outlook for the upcoming hurricane season. We'll have the details. And professional baseball may soon be returning to Columbus. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. The family of a Georgia woman who died last year after she fell from a moving patrol car in Hancock County has filed a wrongful death lawsuit. GPB's Devin Zwald has the story. The lawsuit announced yesterday says sheriff's deputies improperly arrested 28-year-old Brianna Greer and ultimately caused her death. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation found that the deputies who put Greer in the back of a patrol car failed to close the rear passenger side door before driving away. Greer suffered brain trauma when she hit her head in the July 15th fall. She died a week later at an Atlanta hospital. From the GPB Newsroom, I'm Devin Zwald. Award-winning journalist Maynard Eaton has died at the age of 73. Eaton trained young journalists as a professor at Clark Atlanta and Hampton Universities. Eaton's decades-long career started in 1970 as WVEC-TV in Virginia's first African-American newsman. He won eight Emmys for television news reporting and writing. He also served as the National Communications Director for the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy organization. Eaton's family said he died late Tuesday evening after a brief battle with lung cancer. Pro-union flight attendants at Delta Airlines planned to rally at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport today. The demonstration at the airline's main hub came months after the airline and its pilots agreed to a new contract raising pilots' pay by 34 percent over four years. Flight attendant and union organizer Rasak Adeyemi says he's encouraged by both the pilots' vote and Delta's post-pandemic travel boom. When a company is making money, it's important not to take revenue to the point where it'll hurt the company. We want to see the company grow and be healthy, but there's a bit of a disparity of what we see percentage-wise for some of the top-ranking people in the company versus the people that are doing the majority of the manual labor. A Delta spokesperson says company employees repeatedly have rejected union representation because of its direct relationship with them. Today's rally involved off-duty flight attendants and won't impact company operations. The National Weather Service today announced their outlook for this year's hurricane season, which officially starts on June 1st. GPB's Benjamin Payne reports. The Atlantic should churn out anywhere between five and nine hurricanes throughout the six-month season. Federal forecasters are calling that range, quote, near normal. Even so, those storms may be more intense, owing to warmer ocean temperatures fueled by climate change. Officials didn't give state-specific data in the outlook, but they are warning places that don't usually see strong hurricanes, like Georgia, to not be complacent. Here's FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. 
is going to be a cultural shift for the people that live in areas that are typically going to say, well, I've lived through a category one and then all of a sudden it's a category three or I've lived through this before and now we have intense storm surge. The risks of these storms are different than the risks that they faced 10 years ago. Last September, coastal Georgia narrowly avoided a direct hit by Hurricane Ian. For GPB News, I'm Benjamin Payne. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on A Fork in the Road. I'm David Zelsky, and on The Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org podcasts or download it on your favorite podcast platform. More Georgians are expected to travel this Memorial Day weekend. Auto Club AAA says 1.3 million Georgians are expected to travel, most of them by car. Many will be on their way to lakes, rivers, and beaches, where officials are urging caution on the water. In Sandy Springs, north of Atlanta, Police Sergeant Matt McGinnis says the city this weekend is launching a boat patrol unit on the Chattahoochee River. We're not just responding as a rescue. We're now going to be out there uh, on a daily basis, interacting with the public in a positive way, encouraging safety. McGinnis says that means wearing life vests, avoiding rocky ledges, and recognizing the river is stronger and deeper than it looks. Georgia Power says the first of its two nuclear reactors at East Georgia's plant Vogel is expected to reach full power output in the coming days. The company says the reactors are a success, but the project is $17 billion over budget and seven years late. Regulators estimate Georgia Power will collect $4 billion in advance charges, or $913 for every ratepayer. A second new reactor is expected to come online next year. Columbus is exploring the possibility of bringing a minor league baseball team back to the city. City councilors on Tuesday approved a resolution backing Mayor Skip Henderson's move to discuss a return of minor league baseball to the city's historic Golden Park. The resolution mentioned talks with California-based Diamond Baseball Holdings, which owns several minor league teams across the country. Golden Park hasn't had a major league farm team since the Columbus Catfish left the city in 2008. The Atlanta Braves avoided a series sweep last night by beating the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-3. Matt Olson and Marcelo Zuna both homered, and with a tie game in the bottom of the ninth, Ozzie Albies drove in the game-winning RBI with a sacrifice fly. Starting pitcher Bryce Elder yielded one run in six innings of work. He says he's pleased with his performance against the powerful Dodger lineup. I thought they made me work a little early, but obviously to come out with a win there's huge, kind of end the series and, and go to the next one, so I was very pleased with it. The Braves begin a four-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies at home tonight. The Braves will be paying tribute to Atlanta-based duo OutKast with a bobblehead giveaway, music, and artwork. And I'll have more on the special OutKast celebration on tomorrow's show. And that is it for today's edition of Georgia Today. Do appreciate you tuning in. If you want to learn more about these stories, check out our website, gpb.org news. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast so we'll be with you every weekday afternoon in your podcast feed. If you have feedback, something you like about this program, something you'd like to hear us do differently, let us know. Our email address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. We'll take story ideas, too, if you've got them. Again, the email address Georgia today at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.